Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here. I hope you're doing well. We're doing fantastical. Today on Streaming Demons, we have my co-host Voodoo Priestess. Say hello. Hello. And then Nicole, who's what whose name on her website is Nicole, right? Yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's great. And remember, Streaming Demons, not to confuse with the other type of demons is something borrowed something new something rentable something new old old something old there you go i know my own show don't worry and we give you three movies we break it down something brand new something rentable something old i like that one better and we'll tell you what to watch or as the case may be sometimes just what to avoid that's new to streaming all right so who has the old? Let's start old first. Oh, is that me? No, it's not me. Who has the old? Did we decide mine was the old? Because it's from like last year. Okay, so what was, is yours brand new Voodoo Priestess? Uh, mine's from 2016. I rented it. Jesus. <laughs> so so yours, yours is probably the old. Mine is old. So, so when we're saying rentals, we kind of meant like, brand new to streaming that's why i was like she's going to a blockbuster what the fuck there's black well i don't it's not blockbuster it's called big 10 videos oh there's still a video store oh, yes it's because it's half video store half cell phone accessory store that's probably the only reason it's still around the other half uh it's just porno real yeah uh shit okay so you're the I'm you don't born, actually screw it we're gonna make that a rental 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 uh, Nicole, you said 2019? Oh, uh, 2020? I 2020? thought it was 2019. Oh, shit. 2020? Yeah. New like it. early? Early New. 2020? New enough. <laughs> Today's episode, we <laughs> mess our rules up. Uh, it's all good. Nothing's written in stone, except for that tablet. So, because you're the guest, you get to go first and present your, we're going to call it uh, new. I'll be the rental. And then Evie would be the old. Or sorry, Voodoo Priestess, my bad, is the old. Okay. Uh, so I watched Puka Lives um, from Hulu. It's part of their Into the Dark series. Cool. It is, it was wonderful. Um, anyone who read my review of the first Puka movie, uh, the one for Christmas, knows that that one was very introspective and dark and symbolic and like it like digs itself into your brain and sets its claws in and you're thinking about it weeks later puka lives was not that uh puka lives was fucking hilarious it had a lot of comedian actors like malcolm barrett felicia day will wheaton was in it um, will wheaton wait 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 yeah will wesley wheaton is in crusher's it. in it yeah my God. So they want to be comedy on purpose. They're not just like comedy because they just happen to be funny, but they're yeah, actually this comedy. Yeah, this isn't like an accidental funny. Yeah. Um, uh, the, cool. the premise is Malcolm Barrett is a writer who wrote a book about online personalities. And one of the online personalities named Jax took offense and decided to send all of his hordes of obnoxious fanboys out to ruin this guy's life. So it's based on a true story. Cool. It kind of like fucking could be, right? Right? God, 2021. <laughs> yeah. 
So he goes back to his hometown and starts writing ad copy for the company that makes the Puka doll. And one night amid a bunch of drinking and a bunch of weed, he and his friends decide to write an urban legend about Puka. That if you do the Puka challenge, which includes eating ash, putting on a Puka mask, and doing a very specific Puka dance, Puka will come haunt you. You said ash, right? Eating ash? Ash, yes. A-S-H. Okay. Just making sure. (laughs) I'm like, this Puka challenge got a little bit more hardcore than usual. Ew, no. Still better than Tide Pods, by the way. Yeah. So as they do that, they discover that, of course, things on the internet have a life of their own. Um, This was super fun to watch. It was super exciting. It was gory. It was bloody. Everyone who you want to die, dies. So Everyone? Everyone who you want to die dies. In the movie or just in, in like real life too? Sadly, no, just in the oh. movie. Damn. But everyone who deserves to die dies. I'm like, cool is powerful and all, but I don't know if they had that much money. It's like, <laughs> please, cool. Not yet. It was a solid. Cool. No, that sounds that sounds very interesting. And I okay, so Hulu is new-ish to me because you know, when I first did Hulu, it was like when they still did like commercials, even if you paid for it or not. Um, what's this like after Hulu after dark, Hulu voodoo dark thingy? What's this into here? the dark? That's into the, the dark. Thank called. you. What, yeah. what is that? Um, actually, do you want to take that uh, voodoo? Because I know you were reviewing way more of them than I've seen. Yeah, I was, and honestly, they're basically movie length. Uh, it's like. It's marketed as a TV series, but they're okay. all movie-length episodes, um, and they're oh. all of varying quality, and usually more than not, they're a bit mediocre. Like, I, I don't want to be rude about it, but sometimes they'll try to be funny, and it doesn't work. Well, at least the ones that I watched <laughs> did not work, or sometimes they'll take it serious, but the story itself is kind of weird. Hmm. No, that's um, interesting. Yeah. Go for it, Nicole. Well, that's good to know because the only two I've seen are the two Puka movies, and I thought, wow, these are really good. I need to go watch all the rest of Into the Dark. Um, yeah, but the a- Puka ones, because I at least I saw the first one of the Puka. That one was a good one. Like I was actually surprised when I was watching it that I didn't fall asleep during that one. All right, what the hell is a Puka, by the way? I mean, I was listening to what Nicole was saying, but is that an actual thing in pop culture? There is a thing called a Puka? No, it's basically a Furby knockoff. See, I thought it reminded me of Teddy Ruxbury. Ruxbury? Yeah. You're thinking of the Roxbury and Teddy, although that's a different movie. Wait, am I saying the name wrong? Yeah, it's uh, Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, Teddy Ruxpin. My apologies. No, it's it's fine. My generation was... Put the tape in it and tells... That's... Also, my generation. So oh. I had one. Did you put a tape in? Okay. Okay. And now this is our. This is how our podcast gets twelve hours long. But okay. So you had to put tapes in those in his chest, right? And he plays it. Yeah. And he comes Did it matter what tape it was? Like if you put like ACDC in, or like. It would, yes. And I know this because I played with it for all of five minutes before I was terrified of the damn thing and threw it across the room. But before I did that, I did try a Kansas tape. 
and it oh, yeah. did play Kansas and the mouth moved with it and I'm like no we're done 1000% this is going out of the house oh. and I, through my childhood I think my mother must have spent $2,000 on toys that I was then too afraid of to have in the house and $20,000 later on in therapy yeah. I think that's the ratio that's a good ratio yeah oh my God, I paid for that so Oh, thank you for that. I mean, yeah, no, I was, I was wondering what the hell a pooping was. Now, out of two other questions. One, is this enough to get Hulu? If I don't have Hulu, should I get Hulu just based on Into the Dark Nightly with special guest Puka? I don't think you should get any streaming service for just one thing, unless you're only going to have it for a month and then cancel it. Mm -hmm. um, I would say Hulu is worth it overall um, mm -hmm. because they also did Monsterland. But, I mean, yeah, if you have Hulu or if you're thinking about getting Hulu, this is a plus towards it. Very cool. Now, out of five Cthulhu's, because that's our rating system, that's what I'm told at least, how many Cthulhu's do you give this episode of the Puka Mania Madness with Will Wheaton? So I'm going to give it a four. Um, four? Because yeah, because it was very good. It had a lot of actors I really love. I love Malcolm Barrett. Everything he touches is gold. Um, and obviously Felicia Day, nerd queen forever. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't it wasn't deep. It didn't make me think about things. It didn't make me see things in a different light. Um, but it was just a really fun horror movie that I can see myself watching again. That That's a uh, pretty high praise. That's very, very cool. Thanks. And something for me to look at if I ever get Hulu in Canada. <laughs> I, I don't know if we do that anymore. Cool. So, teacup, saucer out. Voodoo Priestess, talk about your extremely old rental that you had. A, is it the VHS or Betamax? I'm just wondering. Your rental. It's DVD. DVD. Like wow. DVDs now, you weirdo. I, I, I got that Blu ray thing. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know what that is. Is it new? Oh, gosh. And Voodoo's not kidding. That's my old gosh face. No, it's all fine. So what did you rent for? How much is a rental anyways by you? Okay, so the rental shop is actually kind of weird. Um, it's like you, like, it's not quite a membership, but you pay in like. So it's a membership? It, like <laughs> like $30 will get you 10 rentals so it's or not a membership, or something like that. But you have to pay a membership fee to rent. Oh, it's a coupon club. So they give you like a coupon book. You buy the book and like, oh, here you go. And they dole it out. Like you can't just rent one thing. You have to like pay to rent a bunch of different things. And then they make you have an account to save it. Mm. So it's not like you're paying for a membership so much as. You're paying up front to rent future movies yeah okay. yeah which to be fair y'all can't find rental stores anymore so it's fine i, I wonder why <laughs> I, I can't imagine why not. um so there's just curiosity there's no like red box fighting just wondering really? oh yeah i guess there are red boxes and hotels okay um kryptonite all right, Voodoo. That's just me going back in the past. I'm like, my God, I didn't. I actually didn't know there's still video rental stores. Nicole, do you, is there a rental store by you? There is, but it's like half movie rentals, half CBD. Wow, there you go. Which seems like really effective marketing. Yeah, it was like that 7-Eleven Subway pot shop in Vegas. I knew. 
<laughs> I was like, is it, it was the same place, open end. I was like, oh my God. Um, okay, cool. Okay, so Voodoo Priestess, what did you rent from 1922? It's called The Unbidden. It's from 2016. Because they kind of, I think they kind of have like recent selections and then they sort of cycle through a couple different ones. Because they usually have a lot of horror movies and just saying that the horror movies are usually almost always rented out when I go there, which warms my heart. Anywho. Um, the Unbidden is kind. It's a the horror movie, which I don't really think it's all that horrifying, and it's more of a kind of funny, fun way. Is it style of Bill Murray and no. a gopher? No, it has an all oh. Asian cast. Uh, so it's uh, it's God, an American fly. film. It's an American film. It just has like, was it four or? five women who are all friends and they hang out with their crazy friend and they're hanging out with their crazy friend because she thinks there's a ghost in the house and they're like oh "Oh, hey let's do a seance even though um this movie is about uh the husband they killed like that's not a wait wait they killed the husband yeah, and then they're like having a seance because they think their friend is crazy. Wait, wait, wait. So, hold on, hold on. In Lost in Translation, they killed. Oh, no, that's Bill Murray's. In the Unbidden, Unbidden, right? Not Unbidden. Yeah, Bidden. Okay. Bidden, okay. Unbidden. They start off by killing the husband and then try to contact a spirit in the place that they just killed the husband. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. This is it gets, Korean, you said? It, no, it's an American movie with all Asians okay. in it. Like all four women are Asians. Uh, and Someone then didn't that, want to read subtitles, huh? <laughs> and then so. the Asian long lost son shows up and it just all goes down. It's like a soap opera, except really? it's not over the top enough to be like the Telemundo mm. kind of thing. Even though I kind of feel like they should have gone that way. You it's think a pretty, make it better? A little bit, yeah. It's a low-budget movie, so for what it is, it's pretty good. Now, without spoilers, without spoilers, without spoilers, you said this wouldn't really be too, you didn't say it was a horror, you said it was a horror movie, but it wasn't too scary? Yeah, it like... Ice Cream Man! God damn it. Everyone always hears the freaking ice cream man. And I'm pretty sure he really just lives down the street and only starts patrolling in the random ass times because he's really selling drugs. But that's okay. (laughs) Big worm. That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since it's like the coldest day it's been in the past week when it's been bright and sunny. He hasn't been out at all. Also COVID. I'm just saying, you know, yeah, probably should be driving with little kids spreading (laughs) families. Just don't lure kids out into the street. It's oh, you Americans. Okay, sorry. What was your question? (laughs) What was the question? I don't remember the question no more. No, the question was what would make it a horror, and I said ice cream man. So I think that was maybe it. 
No, it was more the the ghost and the relationship between the friends. Oh, so it was it was more of a family drama that just happened to start off by killing the guy. Yes. Which I think that's the the actual theme to Quantum Leap, right? He kills those people he leaps into, right? Does he? Well, I thought he saves them, but are, do they end up dead, like, fried mentally? Well, where do you think their soul goes? I mean, their soul goes somewhere. They have to go to hell, right? There's not, like, a holding off, area. We're getting off topic. We're really... Off, All right, but... we're trying to make it scary. So it's not scary enough. But out of five Kuflus, what do you give it? I think it's, like, a solid three. A three? Wow. Wow. That's that's high praise from Voodoo Priestess. A three out of five Kiflus, and it wasn't scary, but it was horror. It just wasn't as scary as it could be, which means yeah. not all horror has to be ah, all the time. That, that's a, like a Twitter thing that's been going on where people are commenting that they don't like a horror movie unless it's scary. It's weird. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think horror has different aspects of it. Nicole, do you have any horror opinions? I mean, I have a hard time considering anything horror unless it has, you know, scary elements. But then that's very subjective. I mean, for instance, I know some people enjoy Crimson Peak, and I don't understand that. Hmm. <laughs> I like Crimson Peak. I, I'm not sure if I exactly consider it a horror so much as gothic. More. Yeah, that's, I considered it boring as shit. That's actually my uh, my uh, rental movie. It was Crimson Peak. Because I forgot which decade I was in. And so I rented something from the 90s. Oh, no, that was Voodoo. I'm sorry. Hold on. Um, my bad. No, Crimson Peak. I never watched that yet. Maybe I'll have to do that for next time. But the one I watched is on Amazon Prime. You could rent it. In theory, you really could. And it is rentable, but if you have Prime in Canada, if you Prime in Canada, it's free in Canada. Other people had to rent it. It's called The Butchers, plural, 2021, when it came out, 2020 film, right? And it is, I'm just reading this directly from IMDb, a family of sadistic butchers has dug into the backcountry and the deep frozen of winter to dog days of summer. Anyone who crosses her path is dead meat. Okay. I do like the premise of the movie. I always like the, uh, you know, wrong place, wrong time. So city, city slickers don't belong here. All those type of movies. It's, it, it takes, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets uh, Rob Zombie movies in general, really. And The Butchers does well to set up that audience. Now, I'm not going to spoil things. That's not my styles. But I was going to say, this is a rated R movie. Motherfucker, you have to wait like a, it's an hour and 32 minutes. You have to wait an hour and 30 minutes before they earn that R. I was like, what is this? A rated R movie? You don't, what? Really? This is rated R? Oh, no. Yeah, it was like a very long PG-13 for an hour and 30 minutes. Does it, it make up for it? No. 
it, it don't. It don't. It could have. Maybe. I don't know. Like, they could have just sort of kind of exposed it. Even if there's Act 3 was just rated R shit. You know, just Act 3 is like blood guts and everything is horrible. Uh, no, most of it's not even done on camera. It's, and I'm, I don't know. And this is as a budgeting thing. I was like, are they just saving on special effects? Because when I used to teach screenwriting, it's like, okay, if you can't afford something to shoot, just have people react to it off camera. Or, you know, like, oh my God, look at that. And, and you don't even have to show the body, right? Uh, no, I, I don't know if that was their issue. They just couldn't have, didn't have a budget or it, it looked, I mean, I can't even say it didn't have a budget because the cinematography is great. It, it, it's, it's beautifully shot. The locations are perfect. It, everything is like in the flow. I love uh, Simon Phillips and Michael Swanton as the uh, Watson brothers. And which is the main baddies in the, in the movie, by the way. I, I don't know about their accents sometimes. I, I just don't know, but maybe it's just set in this really weird, bizarro land. I'm not really sure. But the rest just kind of, oh, it, it's almost there. It's almost there. It's almost there. And then it kind of re retreats a bit. It's almost there. It's almost there. It retreats a bit. I, I think if this was a true R, it would be about, you know, four, four stars, like easy four stars. And what if they dropped it to a PG-13? If they were, uh, yeah, if they were honest and they just said, let's do a PG-13 and they did the, they have to do a little bit more heavy lifting on the writing end of it to really, you know, how PG-13s are a little bit more story driven, right? Because they have to be, because you can't rely on killing everyone on screen. So they usually have to be a little more investment. You know what's really missing? Uh, voodoo is what was abundant in your film. It's the, the family cohesion, the family drama. We get bits of this, but we don't really care enough about the family or the characters of. And I, I just don't like, oh, they died. Okay. Or they don't. Okay. This one didn't. This one did. Okay. Whatever. It, it was interchangeable, right? There was no family drama. And as far as I know, we see Oh, Nicole, have you ever seen, uh, not Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Ch Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Chainsaw. The original or the Rob Zombie saw. version? Either. This both. one goes for either. Okay. Oh, yeah, both. Did you know a little bit about their family? Even just a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't get a ton into it, but you, you get a little detail here and there. So you mm -hmm. kind of care when these people are getting slaughtered. Right. Uh, absolutely and you kind of know both sides of it. You, you care enough to invest into the characters on both sides and this was not that movie and that's what's kind of missing and i think even for pg-13 that they need that are if they packed up the body count a lot more maybe they can get away if it be very visceral and, and gutsy and bloody uh without that so unfortunately for my rental I'm giving the butchers a 2.5 out of five kookaboos. If it's free for you, check it out. It's, you know, if it's free, absolutely put it on, watch it for a bit. It's a good mind-numbing experience. Don't don't expect a hard R though. Okay. One thing I will mention, 
there are pictures of women's naked breasts. And in no time do you actually see them in the damn movie. So at some point, they are, the butchers have in their past tortured women nudity. So that's what they're trying to, like, I'm not trying to like, let's torture women nudity, but like earn that damn R. If you're going to show that, you're going to hint that, fucking make it real. Ground that R into some stuff that you're trying to show. That's what I'm saying. Even that happens off screen. Yeah. Do you think they just didn't have the know-how to make the gore effective looking, so they opted not to do it? Nope. Unfortunately, because the end of the movie, like the last two minutes, they really do gore well. They do gore extraordinarily well. And that makes it even worse for the other hour and 30 minutes or, or 34 minutes of the film. Because you're like, oh my God, they could have done this the entire film. <laughs> like, why didn't you do it? But the, the, saving, ca the saving case really and it is the, uh, the two, two people who play the two brothers. Their dynamics, especially Oswald Watson, which is uh, Michael Swatton, especially him that makes the brothers fleshed out 3D characters instead of just like robotic, we've got something wrong with us, let's go kill some people, why not? Uh, Simon Phillips does a really good job as well. Like those two brothers are, are, are beautiful in this movie. Uh, yeah, so 2.5 out of five. If it's free, check it out. If you're renting it, eh, wait until Netflix or you know Prime, if you got Prime. That's my advice. Yay. So we had three movies. We had one really good movie from Nicole on Hulu. We had one semi-good movie from Voodoo Priestess from a local video rental place. So if you're in Voodoo Priestess's area, feel free to rent it. And then we had one eh, movie from Canada, okay, or like I'd say, Canada. And that is our show. My gosh, that's our show. So anyone who has to plug something, do it now. Nicole, you're the guest. What do you want to plug? Um, so um, a new podcast is coming out. I don't know when this is going to be airing soon. Uh, called Off the Bone on oh, Haunted no. MTO. Uh, super excited about that. It is J.M. Brannick and myself talking about true crimes and the art it inspired. So check that out. I'll have to say, because I have to listen and preview every podcast that gets put out. I have loved your Off the Bone like they're they're short, they're bite sized. It, it's very entertaining and informative. There's stuff I didn't know about the Countess of Blood that I found out. Not to spoil who might appear in one of your episodes, but I'm very excited for the whole series. And we are running HHH Homes tomorrow, which means by the time you hear this podcast, probably two weeks later, before. So two weeks ago, if you were listening to the brand new podcast, it'd be awesome. Yes. Voodoo Princess, what do you got? Um, recently, I published an article on short horror. Uh, basically, there's a couple different horror anime out there that are mm. like under 10 minutes long. And Very so cool. I did a little list on that because I'm slowly but surely getting through to talk about a bunch of anime horror stuff. So people who like horror and want to kind of start getting into anime that's a good place to start that that is awesome sauce that is i i uh 
I do want to get into anime. I, I, I've said this before and I've always put it off because tentacles. I uh, just don't find them sexy, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. There's plenty of other mediums that there's non tentacle. There's there, wait, there's non Asian tentacle stuff. Right. Okay. Okay. So there's plenty of other mediums that use tentacles. So there's non tentacle anime, though? Because you didn't yes. use that defense. So, so there is non tentacle anime. Yes. Oh, wow. Like, wow. Most I'll give you of a freebie. It. I'll give you a freebie. Y'all should check out Yami Shibai because that's probably the most popular horror anime that's Yami out. Shibai. It's in its it's in its eighth season now. Like it's been going on for a while. Seasons. And I think there was one season that uh was it Takashi Shimizu directed, the guy who did the grudge? Uh I'm not hundred percent sure if that was it. Sounds kinda cool though. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Maybe that'll be my pick for next time. Well, the series is like 13 to 26 episodes of four-minute stories. Oh, so I can actually get into those. Yeah. Four minutes of my attention span. That's wonderful. Perfect for me. Thank you. And then for myself, I'm going to plug the new Bloody Mary podcast that apparently got aired, or not aired, but uh, recorded a couple days ago. Did not get a chance to listen to it, but I can't wait till it comes out. I hear they do an F Mary Kill on the blob. <laughs> on the blob. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't wait for that one to come out. So we got some new podcasts. We got some anime. We got some reading to do. And without further ado, remember if you watch it before we do, well, that, that's natural because we're familiar people, but there's only three of us. So whatever. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.